clap. <laughs> clap, clap. <laughs> Can't get do that too loud because it might annoy the mic. But every video starts with that and then you usually trip Every video that. does actually start with that. Ever since I've known you, you've always begun. I remember the first video that we actually recorded together, I did this. And I was, and like, I was like, is that? <laughs> that's a Brad thing. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the hashtag AskLiveLeanTV uh, podcast. If you're listening, welcome to the show. If you're not listening on the podcast and you're watching on YouTube, what's up, everybody? But we are now on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all kinds mm -hmm. of podcasts. So if you want to listen to us while you work out, while you walk the dog, while you're driving to work, check us out on the podcast. Link yeah. down below. We're excited to answer your questions this week. These questions were actually collected two or three, maybe three weeks ago on our Insta story. So make sure you're following at TV on Instagram because that's where we're going to be collecting right. questions for this show going forward. But the ones we're answering today were from a couple weeks ago because we got so many that day that we just haven't had a chance to answer them all yet. So if you asked us a question a couple weeks ago on Instagram, this may be your show. All right, let's get into it. What's the first question? Okay, so we'll start one with, I don't know if it's Fabiot, Fabio93. Good resistance band brands for working out on travels. Well, it's interesting you asked that because we're actually searching now for a good resistance band company to work with. Um, Jessica has a new program coming out. It's a pull-up, what is it called again? It's called, should I tell them? Yeah. It's, a, it's gonna be a surprise, but it's okay. called Pull-Up Babe, and it's a women's pull-up program to help you achieve your first pull-up within 30 days. So yeah. So it's going to use resistance bands. Exactly. Yeah. So it's going to use a resistance band. So we're testing a bunch of different resistance bands because they're not really all created equal. Yeah. Um, so we're working with one right now. Jessica is going to do an actual workout video using the band. Yes. So I would just say stay tuned to this channel because we're going to be announcing what that resistance band is in yeah. a very a video coming soon. When I find the best ones, I will make sure to let yeah. you guys know because I am going to be like pretty picky about that and I need to make sure that I test them and actually put them to use before I tell you which ones are the best ones. Okay. So I'll let you know. Next question comes from Cozy on Instagram says, so aside from maybe sprints or kettlebell swings, which I do, other ideas between sets? I definitely like to rest between my sets. <laughs> like I just like to stand around and breathe. Um, but it definitely depends on which program you're following. Mm -hmm. um, some of our programs do incorporate elements like Ignited Up yep. um, segments in the workout, like in Afterburn 2.0 and Afterburn 1.0, you have that. In Formula X, I have burn sets and different elements of like kind of cardio for in between your lifting sets. So yeah, if you're following a program, it'll give you a lot more ideas than you could just think of on your own. And this is like a really common problem for people who are not following a program. They only know yeah. like two things to do and they're like, oh, well, I'm bored of this. Now what but when you're on a program there's like idea after idea and it'll make you do stuff that gets you out of your comfort zone yeah so if you're running out of ideas that's what I would suggest is like find a new program to follow because then it'll give you like all kinds of original different stuff yeah it really depends on what your goal is as well so if you're training for strength we really need you to focus on rest Especially, like for your, especially, yeah. for, especially for your central nervous system because um, we're going to have you lifting heavy. With muscle building, you also need to give your muscles a little bit of recovery time so when you go back to the next set that you can actually give it give your it full your effort. Mm -hmm. Now, if fat loss is your goal, then this is another good way to increase you know, the calorie burn throughout the workout, increase your heart rate. So you said sprints. Kettlebell swings are good. Jump rope is good. Any sort of plyometric exercise like jump squats, jump lunges, push-up, anything body weight I think is a good mid-set or between two sets 
style workout. Yeah, like something you could do in a small space. What am I trying to say? That, uh, good. What you're saying, like um, a good exercise, I guess, to use. I just mean like in between yeah. sets. It's a so, good element and way yeah. to cr create a balance of cardio and strength but within just, one session. But just make sure that you give yourself actual rest time to allow your heart rate to come back down again so you're not just always in that elevated heart rate state, which can, you know, if you're, if you're in that high heart rate state for too long, like even over two minutes, you kind of go into that energy system where it's aerobic. more of aerobic mm -hmm. as opposed to anaerobic. And I know that's kind of getting a little technical, but the anaerobic stage is where we like to be as live leaners because it's not going into that endurance aerobic stage, which can potentially, I know it's, it's a little bit iffy, but it can cut into, you know, muscle building, get you into that catabolic stage. <laughs> so I would prefer you to follow the program, just like Jessica said, and follow what that says. But any of those exercises that we just talked about are also decent. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, as always, it always depends. Yeah, next depends question. On the goals and everything, but. Okay, so let's take this one from Little Sunshine Grace. Do you guys eat protein bars? If so, what kind slash brands? You know what? We I don't. We rarely. <laughs> we really don't. The only time I eat protein bars is if I'm on the road and I yeah. need something quick. Yeah. But I Which never. Which would be like maybe a few times a year. But not, I never sit. Not often. Sorry. Oh, she's cutting me off again. <laughs> Let me just back up a little. So. <laughs> oh, just hit my head. So um, I have never sat there. I think I've only ate one protein bar. And it's not even a protein bar. It was a protein cup that I ever was like, this is delicious. The Quest. That was the Quest. And it was in New York City when we were living there. And we can't find them anywhere anymore. I remember you guys. We had this conversation. Yeah. He goes... I wonder what my macros would be if this is all I ate every day. Remember that? Yeah. There's <laughs> like if, nothing but protein peanut butter cups. Can I hit my macros <laughs> if I have one of these every single day? So I haven't been able to find those Quest, uh, I think they were almond butter cups or something like that. I feel like, like they were that. discontinued. Yeah. Um, but any other protein bar, honestly, you know, there, you is, there is a good protein bar. It's not your stereotypical protein bar. It's those epic meat sticks oh, that I really yeah, like. It's more like a beef jerky. Yeah, so. um, I think it's called, the company's called Epic. I like those. It's like bison, there's beef, there's turkey, there's salmon ones, there's chicken ones. I like those as opposed to the processed like ones. Like the cookies that, and cream or whatever. Especially, yeah. you know, you got to look at the ingredients on these bad boys. Like they're rough, a lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, so, these bad boys. Unfortunately, there's no quick fix to a high protein snack that's packaged and processed, except for, like I said, those Epic ones, but they... Um, you know, focus on real food. And you know what I find really weird? I saw this um, post on Instagram the other day that was comparing a protein bar to just like a chunk or like a serving of salmon, right? And it was like the protein bar had like 15 grams of protein and the salmon had like 27. Yeah. And I was just, it's like funny how people are always thinking like protein bars are really high protein yeah. thing when in reality, like if you just eat actual food, you're probably getting more protein and less chemicals, yeah. less additives. So I understand like the desire people are looking for protein bars because it's like a candy bar, right? And yeah. it's like sweet. It can It be. fulfills your kind of dessert craving, whatever. And it's also packaged, easy to travel with. But I really feel like food is far superior. Of like, course. Far. So but, yeah. I, would, I would put the challenge out there and I'll end it with this. If you guys do eat protein bars, go get your protein bar, look at the nutrition package or the nutrition label and actually calc, not, not even the, oh. well, I mean, yeah, look at yeah. the ingredients, but calculate out where the majority of the calories come from. Yes. And then you'll be able to tell, is this a protein bar? Or is a this a sugar bar? bar? <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. So they're usually a carb bar that says it's a protein yeah, bar. Yeah, because it but has if you 10 really grams look of protein. At the macros, yeah. <laughs> All right.
We beat that question to death. <laughs> Next question from Rosalind Tapper says, is it possible to lose fat without the scales changing much? Absolutely. And I'm like emphatic about this because that's exactly what happened to me. Guys, my transformation has been one of those where my weight and my clothing size has been pretty mm -hmm. much equivalent like the whole time. Like I never really had like a complete wardrobe change mm -hmm. or like the scales never really changed dramatically. What did change was my appearance, the way I feel, um, my performance and just my leanness, you know, my composition. So absolutely, the scales are not, not I, and this is just like so frustrating to me that this is even still a thing, but like the scales are just do not measure your success the way that other success markers do. Yeah. And so I just, I really encourage all of you to like take the scale weight with a grain of salt, like yeah. take it so lightly because it is so less meaningful than most people make it. Absolutely. I mean, you nailed it. I have nothing else to nothing say. Nothing else to add. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you feel the same way, right? Your yeah. transformation had nothing to do with scale numbers. We've done so many videos on the weight scale and I mean, yes, yeah. it, it gives you a little bit of a sense of where you're going, but overall, it's just measuring weight. Yes. What we want to measure as a live leaner is body composition. Where is that weight coming from? Is it from lean muscle tissue, which is metabolically active? It's going to help you burn more calories through the day. That's what you want. Yeah. Or is it from stored body fat, which you need a little bit of stored body fat to live, but if it, the majority of your weight is coming from, not even the majority, but a big portion of your yeah. weight is coming from stored body fat, then let's recompose that, burn that off, add muscle, and you could potentially be around the same weight, but you're gonna look a lot better, you're gonna feel better, you're gonna be stronger. That's the answer. Yeah. Next question. Okay, so Horsley Crystal says, do I need, do I really need a pre-workout or post-workout supplement? What is a good pre and post-workout meal? Okay, so you really the supplements? do not no. need a pre-workout or post-workout, but it can help. Um, I take a pre-workout before pretty much every single workout. I love caffeine. If there's one, and I mean, I don't even know if I would call caffeine a supplement, but if there's I one know, thing yeah. that works for me, it's caffeine. Like I feel caffeine. Unlike a lot of supplements, I'm just not a responder to. But caffeine is one of the ones that does, so I really prefer a pre-workout because I can get more work done at a higher intensity while I'm in the gym when I'm feeling that acti that activeness from the caffeine. And mental focus. Oh, and that's a great one, mental mm -hmm. focus. Because it's not just physical, it's yeah. also mental. Like you have to be 100% focused on your workout and caffeine really helps with that, kind of zeroing yeah. in on what you're doing at the moment. So. And then a post-workout supplement, it doesn't have to be in supplement form, but a post-workout nutrition is very important to recover after you tear down the muscle. So you tear down the muscle in the gym, you rebuild it when you get home and you start eating foods that are higher in protein and that sort of thing because it rebuilds the, t the torn muscle cells that you have, have you know, put your body through. Mm -hmm. So that's why, but that can be from a chicken breast, that can right. be from beef, from salmon, from turkey. It doesn't have to be from a protein powder, but the benefit of a protein powder is it's quick. Fast absorption. It absorbs quickly in your body and mm -hmm. in a lot of ways it tastes good because you can make yeah. a smoothie and if you're having trouble hitting your protein goals, protein powder can help with that. Yeah, and you know how you're kind of like thirsty, at like right after a workout, you want something cold, refreshing. Like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't really feel like I want to sit down to like a hot meal right away after I've just been breathing heavy and like working hard. I, I like having like something cold and you know, like a it's, smoothie is nice. It's, it's refreshing. Especially oh. most people work through the day and if yeah. they go train at lunchtime, it's, it's something convenient. quick. Yes. If they train no 
Yeah, exactly. They train in the morning, quick, yeah. go to the work, that sort of thing. So, But absolutely, you do not need these things. Totally optional. Like someone could get incredible results just using food absolutely. before and after yeah. their workouts. No supplements whatsoever. Yep. And I've seen it happen with a lot of clients, either if they can't afford them or just don't want to take them. It's completely optional, but they are luxuries. They're nice to have. Yep. And they're, we like them. We use them because yep. we like them. Yeah. Next question from La Claudie says, is it okay to have a Vega protein shake for breakfast? Vega. I have tried it. You guys, I do not like it. Do you? Again, Vega's not going to be sponsoring this video. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's, oh, is Vega watching right now? Well, it's just kind of... I just don't like it. Plant-based proteins are just a hard... They're so tricky. It's like they're, yeah, they're really like... Not they're grainy. Tasty. They don't taste as good as what an egg protein or a whey protein does. They don't blend very well. They don't blend very well. Kind of have this like we've tried, mouthfeel. We've tried a lot. Um, we're testing one right now from Earth Nutri as well, which honestly has been like the, the best one so of, yeah, far. But it's still not great. But we still don't <laughs> prefer that. We prefer she takes a whey, oh, I take yeah. an egg protein. By far my favorite. I mean, whey and egg, they both like blend seamlessly to where they're like creamy yeah. when they're mixed with liquid. but any kind of like plant protein I've never enjoyed. But let's just answer this as, so Vega is a plant-based protein. So let's just say is a protein, a plant, plant protein powder okay in the morning. So again, from an amino acids perspective, like proteins are made up of amino acids, plant-based protein is not the best, but if you're vegan or vegetarian, I get why you're taking it. Um, is it good for breakfast? Yeah, it's okay for breakfast. But once again, I would prefer you to have real whole food during breakfast. But if it's going to help you get protein into your breakfast, then yes, I would say all the more power yeah. to you. I would say for the person who's like skipping breakfast normally, and this, this is like your kind of effort to have any breakfast at yeah. all, then it's better than no breakfast. But, I was going to say, unless yeah. you're doing intermittent fasting, but if you're trying yeah. to get breakfast in, protein is so important for breakfast as opposed to the high carb breakfasts that the standard American diet is comprised of. Yeah. So do what you have to do to get in the protein. One more thing about that question before we finish it. It's like just the way it's worded. Like, is it okay? Like you guys, everything's always okay. You can try things. It's not like it's good or bad. It just may not be the best thing for your goals. But I mean, I don't want to like give you kind of like yes or no answers. Like, no, that is not okay. You can't have that. Cause maybe if it's not what we would do, maybe it's what you would do and you enjoy it and you're getting good results from it. So I just want you to know that it's always okay to do what's working for you, so even it, if it's different from what we do. So is a Twinkie okay for breakfast? Yeah. If that makes you happy, boo, you do you. We'll, we'll agree <laughs> to disagree on that one. Okay. I think you need guidelines when you're trying to transform your body. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if I, I don't think a Twinkie is going to make you really, truly happy and get you really good results in the end. But so then it I'm is. Just, so then but then. it's not that it's not okay. It's just that. So it's what's your definition of okay? I know, right? That is vague. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I just don't want anyone to like feel like, oh, it's bad if I do this and it's good if I do that. It's like not a good, bad situation. Well, one thing, like I always say, is taking you closer to your goal. Yes. Another thing is taking you further away from your goal. So if you don't like the words good or bad, think about it that closer way. Closer and further. Think, yeah. is this what I'm drinking right now? Is this taking me closer to my ultimate goal? Or is it taking me away? And it's not mm -hmm. to say that you can't have the occasional it's taking me away because sometimes from a mindset perspective, that can take you closer to your goal because you're not feeling like you're depleting yourself of all true, fun in life. True. Like when we have our cheat meal of pizza, 
I don't think, oh, this is taking me further away from my goal. I'm Not saying at all. this is helping me live lean. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm, because it's providing that balance. So right. yes, it's okay. I like where that question went to. I know I do too, because that honestly has been a huge thing for me in my live line, in my live line, live lean <laughs> mindset transformation, guys. Like the mental transformation that goes on when you start living lean is so key. And I used to be a good, bad person. Is mm. this okay? Is that okay? Is that bad? Is that good? And I just feel like that um, leads you down this rabbit hole of feeling like if you do something that's not okay or not not good, then it makes you feel like you're a bad person or that you're not like good enough to reach that goal or yeah. something. So I think you got to get rid of that and say like everything you're doing is okay if it's leading you to the place that you want to go. I love so, it. So I know this was not the question. No, but that actually led to a good... So I think, you know, if you guys are watching right now or listening, you know, tweet me at Brad Guthrie. Let me know if that was a good... Segway? Yeah. Like, tangent? Yeah, or in the comments below on YouTube. Like, that's one of the problems with the podcast is I like, know. we have a hard time communicating with you and, you and hearing things. So I think the best way, like for the podcast, if you have questions while you're listening right now, like head over to Twitter, tweet me at Brad Guthrie or, cheat, or tweet at TV as well. Or put them in the comment section just here on YouTube, you know, down Well, I'm, below, say, I'm talking or, specifically yeah. to the podcast yeah. people because it's so tough. Like, there's no communication I with know. the podcast. All right, next question from Ms. Jenny D. Lane says, top five exercises to avoid when pregnant. Uh-huh. We'll buy your program soon. Okay. Yay. So, okay, so guys, or girls. Girls. You, did you really expect me to jump in that, like, own that question? No, like, I was just going to ask you, actually. I was going to say, let's see, you guys. Let's just have a little fun and see if Brad knows what they are. No. Like, I just kind of want to know, like, do you know what's safe for a pregnant lady? I stay in my I lane. Like you know. I stay in my lane, people. Like, I, what I mean by that is, like, I don't pretend to be an expert in all things exercise uh, and like fitness and nutrition. You. Like, I stay in my lane. I do what I do. I study what I study. I practice and preach and implement what I talk about. Pregnancy, obviously, I haven't lived that life. That's why you are here, which but, is such a great thing about this channel is we get yeah. both sides. But you're a dad now, and you have two kiddos, and you've seen your wife train through both pregnancies. So I think you've paid a little bit of attention, Kenna, to what I'm doing and but not doing. But it's not my area of expertise, yeah. so I'm going to leave that to the live... You, you, okay. you guys have seen her rebound. Not even rebound. Like You've seen her go through two pregnancies now, so you've seen her go into it. You've seen her do it and then you've seen her recover from it and mm-hmm. both time I mean look at you like both times Thanks. you have absolutely crushed it so I think <laughs> you are the epitome of an expert in this subject I'm 10 weeks postpartum right now just to put kind of like a time frame on this just so you guys know I had a recent pregnancy hit him with that side angle hit him with that side <laughs> angle well the podcast can't see so it's not fair <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some things you should avoid when you're pregnant um top five okay so I just, I don't know, this is kind of an overarching one. This kind of covers all the areas, but anything that makes your belly dome or like put stress on your core. And if you don't know what doming means, it's like if if you're a female and you've been pregnant, you know what it's like when you try to do a sit up and your belly kind of um, makes like a mountain or a teepee shape. So the middle of your belly is kind of protruding outwards. You want to avoid any exercises that makes your belly do that. So that's all, number one. Yeah, all things that are like sit ups, crunches, stuff number like two. that. Number two um, would be like pull-ups because that's very straining on the core as well. Um, Number three is jumping. Yes, thank you. Look, he got one, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I'm proud of you, boo. Jumping. Yes, absolutely. Because it's risky and because it puts a lot of stress on your pelvic floor. How many do we have four? This is number four coming up. Um, like sprinting or like, I guess even like downhill running or anything that's going to be like really jarring because again, the pelvic floor. Yeah. So 
Did I get all five? There's one oh, more. Oh, one more. Super heavy lifts to where you're straining and like your face is turning blue. Like that's another yeah. one to avoid. So you just got to be careful and like you can still do so much, right? Because those five things are like pretty extreme and like you can do a little bit of core work, but not extreme core work. You can well, do lifting, but not extreme lifting. And my question to this is, so does those five apply to all trimesters or just one yeah. or, or does it matter? That's a, that's actually a pretty good question. In the first trimester, you can get away with more stuff because you don't have a belly yet. So you can do a little bit more core exercises in the first trimester before your belly's starting to poke out. Um, but me personally, I just kind of felt like with both my pregnancies, as soon as I knew that I was pregnant, I stopped doing all these things just to be on the safe side. So in your living pregnancy program that you have, you have pro or um different for each trimester yes, you have different phases. phases yeah, yeah. So, so i have a phase one trimester we'll link, one you, you yeah. mentioned you're going to buy that program soon so we'll link that down below for you and the great thing about that program is you won't have this question anymore because you'll just be focusing on all yeah. the things that you can do and that you should do while you're pregnant and you won't even have to worry no about concerns. what to avoid yeah, yeah no concerns just follow the program and just know 100 percent that you're going to be safe because you're doing exactly what i did and i was safe okay you asked me this one CMM Mercer, 24. How should I get my boyfriend to eat healthy with me? Ooh. We've, uh, Love it. that's a tough one. And I actually did a video on this. Um, we'll link that down below. It's how, to, I think it was called Spouse. like, how to get your man to eat healthy with you or something oh, like yeah, that. I or something. This. I shot it in Bermuda. Old school, yeah, man. old school Brad. And what I talked about in that was, it's like, it's, it's more about leading by example. It's not definitely not about nagging. No. Like from a guy's perspective, the last thing we want to do is that's what not to do. If we're sitting down watching the game, and she comes over, she's like, "I can't believe you're eating those potato chips or this and that. Like you should be eating salad." That's not the approach to do it for a man. I no, would no. lead by example, and then eventually, like he's going to be seeing your body change. The you know the changes not only in your physique but also like your health, your overall well-being, and eventually, like if he's a good dude, which let me tell you, most guys are good dudes. We get we get crapped on all like <laughs> I like we like guys. I mean, I know there's bad guys out there, but there's a lot of good guys out there as well. So and just give him a chance. Well, usually mean well. Give him a chance. Let him do his own thing. Like be on his own journey, but also you know you can provide the meals. So like you can make meals. So he doesn't have to stop eating deep fried chicken fingers. Just make chicken fingers at home for him and show him like you can still eat chicken fingers you can still eat burgers you can still eat all the pasta, man foods all the things he wants, yeah. but just make it healthy for him and then you know i think once you show him that you can still eat those foods and still you know in a better way in a healthier way i think he'll come around yeah and one thing i like is to kind of like um, blur out that line between healthy and unhealthy right because if like say you're eating something and it has cheese on it it's like just because it has a little cheese on it it's all of a sudden like unhealthy in your mind it's like let him if it's you know a big pile of broccoli with a little sprinkle of cheese like just focus on the fact that it's yeah. broccoli and he's eating broccoli you know what I mean so just don't try to categorize like everything he's eating as unhealthy because I feel like that'll cause a lot of like resentment in you. But look at all the good that he does eat and try to focus on when he does well and then um, encourage him oh, and yeah, kind of provide one. praise. Mm. Like, oh, that meal you're eating like looks so good. I'm so proud of you for being healthy or whatever. But don't know? do it in like a condescending way. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's tricky. It's gotta be like genuine. in a genuine, authentic yeah. way. Like if it's like, Ooh, look at you. Look at somebody oh, eating yeah, broccoli. Totally. It's just going to Oh, be... then he'll like, yeah, he'll yeah. hate it and okay. he'll never want to I think that, <laughs> yeah, that gives you a good 
a few good tips there from a male-female dynamic. Yeah, just relax about it, lead by example, lead by example. and give genuine praise yeah. when he's doing well. The next question from Crush It Kelly. I like that name. Mm -hmm. What are your top tips for maintaining a healthy mindset during a massive transformation? Oh, I love it. Oh, we've. I feel like we've already talked about a few in this show. Like that one we were talking about, like instead of good and bad, you know, just think about does it get me closer to where mm -hmm. I want to be? I think that's huge for massive transformation because a lot of people going through through that their biggest fear is to slip backwards right it's always this fear is like oh what if I make a mistake and I slip backwards into my old habits and stuff and I feel like don't think of it that way just think about every single day I have choices that I can either go forward and becoming the person I want to be or I can uh, I don't know it's like forget about slipping backwards just think about going forward right don't keep focusing on what you don't want keep focusing on what you do want yeah but if you do notice that one bad meal turns into another bad meal. It's like, don't throw your hands up in the air and say, it's done. I've ruined all my progress. This and that. This is just a part of a journey. We, like, if living lean was like this, mm -hmm. everybody would be doing it. Like, it's like this. You have a little bit of a lull. Like, things mm -hmm. happen. Life happens. Yeah. Then you just got to pick yourself back up again. And how do you do that? You just go back to your why. So, guys, if you haven't yet read my book, Think and Live Lean, Go do yourself a favor and go pick it up. Like I, I poured my heart and soul into this, not necessarily just from um, sharing personal stories of my own, but how to actually transform your mindset from diets and, and this six-week program. And this to a lifestyle of this is just the way life is for me. So um, I would definitely say get clear on your why is what I always say. What I mean by that is, why does this matter to you? Why are you doing it? And like, I had, if I had a conversation with you on the phone, I'd be like, why? You'd say something, I'd say, why does that matter? And get really deep down into it until you get to that emotional thing that's deep inside of you that is the driving focus on why you want to change your habits, your lifestyle, and your behavior. So mm -hmm. we go through all of that in that Think and Live Lean book. It's on Amazon. I think it's like 12 bucks or 15 bucks or something. It's in audiobook as well. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say they really... Not only love reading it, but also listening to the audiobook. And I'm reading it. So yeah. I do recommend you go check that out. We'll link those down below. I love that. Honestly, that book has all of the top tips for the mindset transformation. They're all in that book. And it's just. Yeah. And at the end of every chapter, it's not like you read it and then you just go to the next chapter. After the end of every chapter, we have action steps for you to sit down and write out like things in your journal, how to get really focused and really clear on things. So please go check out that book. And if you have read the book, Please do me a favor, guys, head over and leave a review on Amazon. I have a goal in mind of how many reviews I want to get over there. We haven't hit that goal yet. So if you've read it or if you listen to it, go give a review on Amazon. Okay, so this one from Robbie Janai says, how to incorporate the LL Way teachings into the LL program I'm doing. So how to combine nutrition and training. Mm -hmm. So LL Way is the Live Lean Way 28 day video course where I'm sitting down with you talking over all the mindset. Honestly, that actually answers the last question a little bit too because all of the mindset tips for nutrition are in Live Lean Way as well. Um, because Live Lean Way is really a mindset course. It's what it is. It's about thinking differently about the way you eat. It's not like 30 days of me telling you eat this, eat that, eat this. And then once the 30 days is over, you go back to your old ways. It's it's 28 days, not 30, but 28 days of doing the homework. Like Brad said, just like how in his book, he has little exercises for you mm -hmm. to do. Live Lean Way is like that too. And each day you're given an exercise, something you have to mentally do, and then something you have to physically do. So it's really a way of like um, getting those 
that those knowledge nuggets just deep knowledge. into your core. I like you know? that. Knowledge yeah. nuggets. Knowledge nuggets. Because <laughs> it's broken down into little nuggets as bite-sized pieces, right? So you can really soak everything and really understand all of the nutrition tactics that we yeah. use for living lean. So that that's a that's a program on its own. And then so the, the person Robbie is asking, she has that program and then she has one of our workout, workout. programs, yeah. which all of our workout programs also comes with a nutrition plan. Um, so she's asking, how do you combine both of those? So maybe just talk well, about that. Yeah, I mean, the great thing is you do your mental mindset session. So you're sitting down with me for like 15 minutes or whatever it is. You do your little homework from that and then you do your workout separately. So they they can happen in the same day. It's like you don't need... Um, you know, to do them on separate days or anything. You can do them at the same time. And one is working on your mind with what you're eating and how you're eating. And the other is working on your body physically with how you're moving and how you're working your muscles. So I feel like Live Lean Way goes perfectly with any of our programs or with any sort of physical activity because it's a mental activity. Yeah, so the Live Lean Way, like you said, is the mindset sort of stuff from a nutrition standpoint. And then in the training program, there's a nutrition plan there, which is a little bit more... It's tailored to the program. Tailored to the program. Yeah. So think like lifestyle mindset approach to nutrition. And then in the program, it's a little more the details of true, this yeah. is when you do this, this is when you do this. So and it'll it, have like recommended meals to yeah. eat with that program. And um, it recommends whether you do, you're doing a calorie surplus or calorie deficit or how to calculate that. And also incorporating the energy needs from the program. Yeah. Like, It'll, you know, because some of our programs uh, use more energy than others. So it'll help give you a real gauge of mm -hmm. what to eat and when to eat it and how much and everything. But Live Lean Way is going to teach you how you think about food and, you know, your relationship with food. Exactly. So That's it's good. sort of, yeah, yeah it, it definitely complements. I, I highly recommend that everyone go through Live Lean Way, like no matter which training program they're going through, because having that knowledge will help you with every other nutrition plan that we provide. Yeah. Second last question from Ayushi is, what are the common signs of inflammation and how to get rid of it? Okay, inflammation. Elbow Usually, pain. yeah, you know if you're in, if you have inflammation because your joints kind of hurt, I think, and you feel like swollen and you're not recovering well from your workouts. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like tendonitis in the elbow, knee pain, shoulder pain, a lot of, the, a lot of things. A lot of health-related issues all come back to inflammation in the body. Um, you can actually have blood tests done to tell you how much inflammation is in the body. Um, I've had my blood test done and done some labs on it, and like my naturopathic doctor was like, "I'm shocked at how much you train and everything in your body. Like, the inflammation is not an issue whatsoever with you." So I was very happy to see that. But um, how do you get rid of it? Is you know self-care in a lot of ways. So um, not only doing like workout programs, but also following a mobility program or a yoga program. A lot of people go in, you know, they do a 45 minute workout and then they just leave. Like they don't do a proper stretching, flexibility, mobility. Um, well-rounded care. Well-rounded yeah. care. Um, so we have a, like a Live Lean mobility program. We also have a Live Lean yoga program because those are missing key pieces to a lot of people's fitness programs. Mm -hmm. So those are follow along as well, where you actually go through mm -hmm. the mobility workouts or the yoga workouts with us. You can check that out. Um, also, massage is a great way to do it. So I did have a little bit of el elbow tendonitis like what, three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I was working with a chiropractor, chiropractor to get help yeah. me with that. Um, also, I'm still testing it. CBD oil has been talked about that it can help with inflammation 
Fish oil is another supplement that helps with inflammation. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about omegas. Omega, well, yeah. Because sometimes if your ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 is off, that can lead to inflammation. Yeah, the foods you eat so can lead eating to... eating more, yeah. Absolutely. Like So foods high in omega-6 fats, you know, like a lot of the grains and a lot of the processed foods, a lot of the vegetable oils that yeah. are in the processed foods increases that inflammation in your body. So, right. you know, if we got to get that omega-3 ratio back into play and just go search our channel for omega-3s and I talk about all the healthy foods exactly. for health omega-3s. Reducing the amount of processed food you're eating um, and increasing the amount of healthy fats that you're eating, like yeah. certain type of fats, like get more flax seeds in your diet, get more chia seeds and more fish oil, stuff like that. Um, but I also think like taking some rest can help yep. some people sometimes because I think what we're talking about here is chronic inflammation, right? Which is different from just like um, post-workout inflammation, right? Because sometimes your muscles can be kind of swollen for a, a day or two after your workout, which is part of the muscle growth process, right? Which is a good thing. So if you notice you have inflammation, but it's going away after maybe two, three days, that's the good kind of inflammation, right? But the bad kind is when it's every single day and it doesn't get better, it doesn't go away and you constantly feel swollen and achy and just not right, you know? That's the kind of inflammation you wanna address with these other kind of remedies we're talking about. But if it's just like you're swollen because you worked out yesterday, that's normal. Yeah. And just if you drink more water and you eat the right foods and you recover properly and you spend time on your recovery, but like you said, doing mobility, doing yoga, stuff like that, it goes away and you get stronger because of it. So it's not always a bad thing. Yeah. Good. Last question. Okay. So this one's from Sarah Kim 93 weight loss. Does eating dates after workout affect our body in losing weight since it's sweet? No, actually that's the perfect time to, to have, sweets, have yeah. the sweets. So when you're in the gym, you're training hard, you're breaking down muscle, um, you know, you're losing glycogen from the muscle cells, so that's the sugar, the energy that goes into the muscle cells. After the workout to help get you out of that catabolic breakdown state, that's when sugar can actually help, you know, shuttle those amino acids from the protein in your muscles and help you rebuild and recover. So dates are, are actually a really good food to eat healthy after your workout. It's source. a healthy source of sugar. But I, I feel like we've talked about this a little bit before. Like when your goal is weight loss, you don't necessarily need to replenish as much of the sugar as if your goal is muscle building. Right? Exactly. Like you would yeah. recommend more dates for someone who is trying to build muscle, but definitely less or, you know, a smaller portion Yeah. for someone whose goal is weight loss. You don't need a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, like th this is one of the things that we struggle with is from a context perspective, like there's different levels to the information that we give you. Like yeah. how detailed can we get? Like if you are extremely obese, you're extremely, um, you're like, you know, you're diabetic, you have a lot, a lot, a lot of weight to use, to lose, like sugar after your workout would not be needed. Like your body has enough going on inside of it that you don't need sugar after a workout. But if you're just like you said, if you just have five, 10 pounds, 20 pounds to lose, you can get away with having sugar after workout. So it really depends on the specifics of the person. But if you're asking, if you're feeling really guilty about having dates after your workout and you have some weight loss to do, you're being too hard on yourself. Yeah, I know, that's what I think too. But then again, it's like, is there a better alternative that we could give her? Like, um, it, de it depends, like uh, that's a great alternative after your workout. I'd much As rather have you eating dates than like gummy bears. Yeah. But. You know, it's it does depend on the context, and it, we'd want to look at the rest of your diet and make sure that you know this 
amount or whatever that you're using after your workout fits into the total picture so that you're not over in your carbs for the day because that's going to be more of a determinant if you're going to lose weight or not. Right. But if you're just in everyday lifestyle, you just want to lose some weight, like you're not competing for a show, you're not a bodybuilder, you're not like a, trying to do this massive thing, then dates after a workout will it. be fine. Yeah. Like that's yeah. just... I feel like some people just get too over analytic on, on like things. Like worried about the little things when it's not the big picture. And when it's just, yeah. a, you're just trying to live a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, we'll leave it at but that. But you know, I, there's one more thing I want to mention on this though, is like the fact that something sweet doesn't make it necessarily bad for weight loss. I feel like that could be a misunderstanding there, is a lot of people give sweets a bad rap. Like everything sweet should be avoided if you're trying to lose weight. I don't think that's necessarily the case because a lot of the foods that we eat have a naturally sweet taste and they're good for you. You know, a lot of vegetables have a little bit of sweet taste. Um, a lot of fruits are very sweet. What vegetables sweet. have a sweet taste? Iceberg lettuce is sweet, bro. Carrots bro. are sweet. Celery is a little sweet. What do you guys think? Do you guys think, <laughs> do you guys think iceberg lettuce is sweet? Sweet potatoes are super the, sweet. Everyone watching this right now is like, <laughs> this girl is not relatable at all. She no. thinks iceberg Honestly, lettuce is sweet. do you not think carrots are sweet? Come on, tell me a carrot is There's, sweet. I think a of carrot carrots so as being a carrot. And a beet is sweet. Have you ever had like beet carrot they, juice? So sweet. Oh my gosh. But when we're talking sweets, we're talking like chocolate. We're, we're okay, not, that's a different kind of sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll admit that vegetables are not the sweetest of all the foods, obviously. But I'm just saying like, I don't want you guys to get this whole misunderstanding that sweet equals bad for weight loss, yeah. right? It's not the case because some things that are naturally sweet are very good for weight loss. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> we'll end it on that. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. That is another show. Um, if you guys want your questions answered on this show, we have a long list that's going on right now, but go over to Instagram at LiveLeanTV, watch our stories because we'll go on there randomly and be like, okay guys, we're collecting questions for, questions. for the next Ask Living TV show. Yeah. And then you'll see the little sticker tag on there and that's yeah. where we get all these questions from. So head on over to LiveLeanTV Instagram. We'll hang out with you there. Thank you guys so much for watching. And, and keep, keep living lean. Living lean. Boy. <laughs> <laughs>